Hello there and welcome to episode number seven, the Coffee with Joffy podcast. I'm your host, Joff. And today's topic is, are the people around you stopping you from losing weight? Now, this is probably a little bit more of a hard-hitting episode. Um, probably a little bit of truth is going to come out. Maybe you, maybe you haven't really thought of it before and maybe it could be the reason that you know, you're not able to reach your health and fitness goal, whether that's losing weight or, or something else. Now, there's so many different factors that we need to take into consideration, but I'm going to really touch in on a few different points here. And there's three kind of areas of our life where we really need to get our support structure on board. So one of the questions that I ask when someone enrolls on my program, and I'm sure many other coaches and trainers do the same thing, is I ask a question about uh, your support structure and do your support structure know about what your goals are? Um, so do your your family, does your spouse, do your kids, do they support your goal that you're about to embark on? Do your friends understand it? Have you told them what you're trying to do? Um, and do they, do they respect and are they there to support you? Because I really see it happen a lot where um, someone's got the best intentions, but they can often get led astray by what they like to think of their support structure. So this might be an episode actually that you you get to the end of and go, because it's only going to be a short one that you might, you know, discreetly share with those people who might be kind of jeopardizing your, your fat loss or weight loss goal. All right, but I'll leave that to you anyway. Hopefully you get some value out of it. So let's just, I've used losing weight as an example, just because that's that's kind of like a common thing that people are trying to do and people struggle with, but this could be towards any kind of health and fitness goal. All right, so Let's think about just losing weight. I think physiologically, we understand that we need to burn more calories through moving more and we need to consume less calories um, in terms of what we're eating. We understand the idea of energy balance. A lot of good trainers, a lot of good coaches are preaching the same method. That's one of the things I spoke about before in the podcast. You know, the, the principles are the same, but the methodology and how people do it can be very different. Whether it's a right, wrong, or a wrong way, the method is slightly different um, for for everybody. Now, physiologically, it's easy, and probably the best way to do it is to move a little bit more and to eat a little bit less. Because if you just try to eat a lot less and not necessarily worry about your movement in terms of exercise, then you'll probably find that there's a lot of sacrifice that you need to make. There's a lot of changes you need to make in your diet, and that's not always easy to stick to. Um, Whereas if you go the other way around and you just try to move more and don't necessarily try to manage the calories that you're consuming, that can have a negative effect. You might end up um, overtraining, injuries can occur from there and just that complete burnout of of training too much and not seeing any results. So I always recommend that you look at it, try and get that nice balance of where you're at now, let's move a little bit more to burn more calories and let's just clear up some easy or make some easy changes in our diet Um, to make sure that we're consuming less calories and then that on a consistent basis all right so I'm not just talking over a couple of days you know I'm talking over weeks months even years is what's going to constitute to your weight loss goal or your fat loss goal now like I said I'm not physiologically we understand the concept of that but I'm not going to sit here and make out as if it's easy to do I believe that there's a lot of behavioral changes that we need to make um you know, the idea of of moving more and eating less, the concept is there, but there's a lot of, um, you know, there's a lot of other things that go towards it. And that's what we're going to talk about today, that support structure. Um, you know, just to give you a very like brief example, once you start exercising more, you might find that you get hungrier. 
and the fact that you're hungry might mean that you start to snatch at things if you haven't planned your meals you might start to um, you might get to a position where you're still very much on your go- on your weight loss goal but you just get to a point where you you snatch at things and um, you go for easy choices and that doesn't necessarily work towards your goal so I'm waffling a little bit here but what I want you to think about is the idea of if your support structure is there then things can be a lot easier okay so let's start at home um, because that's obviously where we spend a lot of our time let me just give you some kind of practical examples because I think if I give you practical examples it's going to be easier for you to kind of understand and digest and maybe you can relate it back to yourself as well so if you are um, starting and your goal is to lose weight and you're training three or four times a week and um you know what you should be eating you've kind of laid out this diet plan or you've laid out your, your nutrition whether that's for a trainer or you've you've done some research yourself if there's one thing that could really kind of jeopardize that now you need to let your spouse know that you're working towards this goal and maybe this is something that you do together so if you're doing it together that's going to make things easier but if your partner isn't necessarily on the same page as you and maybe they don't need to lose any weight, maybe they're happy at the moment and they don't want to lose any weight, they're not going through this same kind of period that you're going through, you need to make sure that they understand what you're trying to achieve. Okay, so imagine you, you've done a crazy workout, um, you're feeling really proud of, you know, how many calories you burned, you know, you've, you've lifted weights that you didn't think you could lift before. You come home and your your partner's in charge of making dinner. Now, if they're not necessarily respectful of your goal of losing weight, then they might end up cooking something that doesn't fit within what you're trying to achieve. So they might, you know, say, hey, let's go and get takeaway today or, you know, let's cook up this or let's eat this. And it doesn't fit with what you want to do. And you're in a position then where it's almost like a rush decision where you, um, like I said before, you just kind of snatch at things and you go and, you go and eat that. Whereas if your partner was very... Um, on board with what you're trying to achieve regardless of what they were trying to do they could be there to help you so that when you finish your gym and come home there could be someone that's going to fit within your within your diet plan that you've set out that they could have helped to make or you know could have set aside or they'll be willing to eat with you because they know that it's important so I, I guess that kind of makes sense but I guess another practical way of looking at it is if you're sat on the sofa in the evening and you've already eaten all of your calories for the day, you're, you're tracking your food and you're, you're very happy that you've hit your calories, is the person on the opposite side of the sofa with you um, scoffing down, you know, biscuits and chocolate and real unhealthy snacks that's really getting you like craving um, and almost pushing you to the point where, because you, you're probably going to be a little bit hungry because if you're in a calorie deficit, yeah, listen, it's okay to be hungry and you probably should be at that time of night. And the fact that you've made these changes um, is probably the hardest part, resisting temptation when you when you get bored. You know, seeing that type of stuff is possibly the thing um, that's going to push you over the edge and make you go over on your calories. So I, I talk about this quite a lot. When it comes to a weight loss goal, people tend to think that getting to the gym and doing exercise is the hard part. Um, but I'm sure a lot of other people will back me up on this. The hard part is, you know, when you get to the evening, you've already consumed all of your calories and um, you have to go to bed a little bit hungry. Um, can you stop yourself from going and having that extra meal or extra snack before you before you go to bed? So that's really um, part of the process. So just making sure that your partner is on board with the things that you do. You know, 
Um, I'll give you practical examples, you know, like my fiance, Grace, she can happily, um, you know, buy a pack of biscuits when she finishes work, she can have a cup of tea and she can have one or two biscuits. And I'm not that kind of same mindset. I'm, I'm more of an all or nothing person. So Grace can have one or two biscuits with a cup of tea and, and put them down. Um, whereas if I come home and I'm just, you know, a little bit hungry, I haven't really planned my meal and I see the biscuits on the side, I haven't even bought them, right? This is how bad I can get. I haven't even bought those biscuits. I know that they they belong to Grace, but I will see them on the side and I'll still go and eat the whole packet. (laughs) Like, I'm not afraid to admit that. That's just the kind of mindset that I've got. If I'm hungry enough and I haven't set the things out that I need to do, I will eat the whole packet. So something if, if, you know, me and Grace have a chat and she knows I'm going through this stage where, you know, I'm, I'm really trying to kind of get back in shape or lean up or this, that or the other, she'll make conscious changes to support me by, you know, Putting biscuits in places, I'm not necessarily going to see them. Now, this sounds so childish, but I'm sure some of you can relate to this. If you can't, then obviously stop listening now. But I'm sure some of you can. Um, so, you know, it, it starts with the shopping as well. You know, if if I go and do a grocery shop or I'm with my partner and they do the grocery shop, if you don't, I'm, I'm very good at if you if we don't buy it and it's not in the house, I don't even think about it. Whereas if we buy it, it's in the house, I'm probably going to eat it. So you make those changes and you discuss that with your partner. I think I got my point across in terms of the person you're with at home. I guess that could translate into the gym as well. Um, you know, you plan to do a workout on the Friday morning and if your partner's someone like, oh, come on, you, why are you training on Friday morning? It's the weekend, you should be, you know, we should be doing this or should be doing that, you know, have a morning off. You know, you don't need that. You you probably don't even want to work out on a Friday morning anyway or a Saturday morning, wherever you are in the world. You probably don't. And you're kind of pushing your boundaries and having this own mental battle with yourself. And then you've got someone egging you on to miss your workout. And that workout is making you consistent is probably the key to you reaching your goal. So, you know, both on the nutritional side of things and on the exercise side of things, you can kind of draw a conclusion from that. So where else do we see this a lot? In the work environment, the work environment, this is so common in terms of, you know, I've always worked in gyms, so it's probably not as um, not as visible to me because generally people tend to be on the same page in terms of coaches and trainers and stuff like that. But, you know, if you're going into a staff room and you're in a corporate environment or you're a teacher or, you know, you go into a staff room, these are places that are kind of um, loaded with sugary snacks. You know, people come in, they're, they're feeling generous, they share snacks, you know, that's just kind of, that's part of the community feel of working in that environment. So, are your are your friend are your friends and your co- colleagues aware of what you're trying to achieve? Or when you go into the staff room and you say no to a slice of cake or no to a biscuit, and they go, "Oh, why?" and you say, "Do you know what I'm working towards my fitness goal?" and they have something to say, "Oh, you know, flexible diet, and you you should be able to eat what you want. Why are you restricting yourself?" As long as you've already laid out in your head and you've laid, you've mapped out that journey for yourself and you know that you shouldn't be eating that, they should support that. Um, and if, if they're not, then you need to think a little bit deeper on, you know, why, why, are they, why are they doing this? Why are they trying to push me into eating something that I've already said no to? Why are they trying to make me feel guilty? Why are they trying to implement their thoughts and their procedures on, on what I'm doing? And believe it or not, I think a lot of, a lot of it comes down to jealousy a lot of the time. Um, if someone's trying to push their beliefs on you and trying to convince you to go against something. Now, this sounds so petty again, but it's just, this is just talking about food. But if, you, if you've laid out that progress of where you need to get to and someone's kind of forcing you on, you know, it, it, 
think deeper. Why why are they trying to force it on you? Why are they trying to make you eat this or or eat that? Um, so again, if you can go in there and you can build up a support structure where people in there know and, you know, maybe they refrain from offering you things or maybe they refrain from, you know, scoffing in front of your face. Maybe they go to the side. I'm just thinking of practical things that they can do. You know, it's not always the most, uh, doesn't always make the most common sense, but practical things that you can apply. You know, if if you have that environment where it's just really loading up and you're really fighting against it, maybe everybody in the staff room is kind of against you and working, um, you know, kind of doubting what you're doing, then maybe you have to find a time where you actually stop going into the staff room and you have to go and find something else to do. I don't know. This is up to you, but I'm just giving you an idea. I guess the last one is is your social life in terms of your friends and your family. Uh, sorry, your friends that you're, you know, socializing with. Now, I'll use kind of like that, um, you know, going out, alcohol, um, you know, dinners, all that kind of stuff. But I, you could use it for other concepts as well. But, you know, I, I know this is quite a common one. If I've ever been working towards, you know, a fitness goal, I'm trying to get as fit as I can. I'm trying to get lean. And, you know, it's, um, you know, there's a date that's been set and you and all your friends are going to go out. Are you setting up in a, an env- environment where if you say, you know what, listen, I'm going to come out with you guys, but I'm not going to drink this evening. Are your support structure the type of people that are going to understand that and go, yeah, I understand you're working towards your goal. I think that's good. This is what you need to do. Or is it, oh, come on, mate, you need to, why are you not drinking this? You know, you need to enjoy life. You need to do this. You know, think about, again, like I used the the um, example of the staff room. Why are people forcing their opinions and forcing their beliefs on you? Does it go for an underlying factor? Is it coming from jealousy? I very much believe that, especially in an alcohol, uh, like this is kind of like the drinking culture that I've grown up in. You're almost, um, yes, you want you want to have a good time with your friend. You want them to have a drink is a great way of socializing, letting loose and having a dance and doing this or that or the other. But does it get to a point where you're just trying to, or is someone trying to make you drink because they're trying to kind of make it more satisfying for themselves? You know, it's quite a selfish way of looking at it, you know when you start doing shots and you you make sure someone has a shot because you want them to be drunk because you're going to be drunk um and you know you're going to have a, have a hangover so you're going to make sure that they have a hangover because you it makes you feel better about yourself if you're in that environment then you again you just need to look back and really refocus your goals and map out your plan your progress as to what you're trying to achieve if they can't understand that then hey listen they haven't got the they haven't got your best interests at heart all right now, this might be a little bit harder if you're someone who just constantly yo-yos in and out of diets because there's going to be no credibility there. If you're just like every other week, oh, I'm starting this diet, I'm not drinking. You know, if you've done that a lot of times and your friends are just going to be like, hey, come on. All right. So I suggest if you're going to take this approach and you're going to start clearing up the people that you're, you're I'm not telling you to stop hanging around with these people, but just get them on your side, get them on board, say, hey, listen, I'm, I'm getting a little bit upset because I've put on a lot of weight this last year and I really need to lose it do you mind supporting me in this goal? You know, maybe on a Thursday night, they religiously ring you to go out and um, enjoy some drinks, enjoy some food, say, hey, do you mind if we go and do something that's not going to be alcohol or not going to be a huge meal, a huge cheat meal or something like that? Can we go and do some, maybe do some exercise on a Thursday evening? Can we go for a jog? Maybe we can go and ride a bike. Maybe we can do something different that's going to start working towards your goal. Now, this is is probably going to be your hardest task. And I can almost guarantee it's probably going to be the most important thing that you can do. And if you've never tried to implement this before, 
Think about your support structure. Think about the people around you. Are they helping you to work towards your goal or are they hindering you in terms of getting there? Um, you know, th- there's that famous saying that you are the product of the five people that you hang around with. So I'm not saying you need to change your friendship group or, you know, you can't change your family because your family is your family. But you can very much start to educate and it-, it comes from you being consistent as well. So like I said, don't be someone that just yo-yos in and out of stuff because y- your friends are going to get annoyed with this. And it's just it's not going to mean anything by the time you say, hey, listen, leave me alone. I'm not drinking tonight. Um, you need to kind of get to a position where you feel comfortable enough to to go out and enjoy stuff you've you've mapped out your progress in terms of i'm not telling you to not drink or not eat cheat meals or that but you know where you can kind of go with that and and how much you can have so listen that that podcast today i'm just about to wrap it up now was very much off the spiel so if you're listening to this and you're like that made no sense whatsoever then uh maybe just message me and say that made no sense whatsoever but i'm hoping you some i'm hoping some of you drew some from that and i i really believe that your support structure is the key to um adhering and following a plan so thanks again for listening um feel free to share that one even though it's probably not my best episode that i've done but it very much came from an, an honest opinion and and what i see a lot in the industry that i that obviously i'm in um if you do share it don't forget to subscribe don't forget to give me a five star rating i know some of you are listening and you're not rating it so please do it's going to help and um yeah thank you very much you know where to find me if you want to join in any coaching programs that run the lifestyle reset uh go to www.movement-wins.com i've also got a seven day free challenge starting so this will be out on a Wednesday. So this will, the seven-day free challenge will start in a few days. So it will start on the Sunday. So again, go onto the website. You can register for that. Get an idea of how I hold you accountable to exercise and start to teach you the value of food um, and education. Anything else, then feel free to drop me a message, any questions that you have. And uh, I very much enjoyed that one today and look forward to um, you listening to that one. Take care, guys.